0: Like I, that, that, but that's how I feel about like Christianity though. It's just like you have to do it all the way, or not at all. And if you don't do it not at all, that's fine. That's fine. You feel me? You can't wear that jersey though. I have a problem when you wear that jersey though. You feel me? Cause like I'm not wearing a cross right now, but like it's hard for me to wear. It's hard for me when people wear like the 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 cross on their neck. But then they like, yo, you're cursing some dude out because you said Black Lives Matter. Well, all lives matter. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> but like yeah, like well, we 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 knew that. Like <laughs>
1: Right,
0: right. You feel me? Like I I thank you for saying that, but I don't feel like that right now. You feel me? We exactly. can't we can't like we can't discount people's pain for our convenience. Like even though I don't agree and because I go off of I go off of Christianity, I don't agree with like homosexuality. Bro, if a homosexual wants me to pray for him, what am I going to do? You know, like sick person goes to a hospital. What am I going to (laughs) do? Like (laughs) you feel like, but that, but that, that's, that's the approach I am with people. And that's why I keep going back to this question. Has the church failed the black community? And, you know, we'll go in and throw like the Brown community too, because as in Hispanics, and then others like Middle Easterns, people with like a, with melanin in their system and a different, in a shade of brown in them, have we, has the church let them down? Like, it's a question I have to, I have to keep asking myself. And then I have to ask myself as an individual, am I a part of the problem? You know what I mean? Um, because when I die, I'm not going to get a lawyer. You feel me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not going to have representation with me. Like, I mean, not gonna have yeah, Johnny Cocker you, up there with you. Not feel not really. I'm not <laughs> gonna have Saul from breaking bad. Like, I'm gonna have like, well, I am gonna have Jesus, yes, but I have to account for everything I do. You feel right. me? I have to reap the harvest that I, of the seeds that I sowed into this world. And I sowed into my children, and I sowed into other people's children. Um, because and I said this on a post earlier, you know, if all we can in part, and our kids can inherit from us as money, we failed them. Like we really, really let them down. Like, yeah, they're going to be cool how to spend because they have money to spend, but they're not going to have a moral compass, how, what to use with that money. You feel me? Exactly. Like a lot of this is a money thing for people. Um, and I'm sorry, before I get into that, but continue, continue what you were saying about the, like, I think you said, like, just, like, immigration and everything like that. The reservations you had. I think you said the Statue of yeah. Liberty and everything like that.
1: Oh, yeah. So, um, my fault. You're you're, you're doing beautiful.
0: Uh, I'm um, sorry. My bad, brother. I got out of my soapbox. <laughs> <Sitting down. laughs>
1: right, you're good. I mean, so to kind of, like, dispute, there's a, there's a lot of things that I even, I've seen on social media and a lot of things where I, I've had conversations with, like, other like have conversations with, with like white people and even people who are black, who like, to just put it frank, they're racist. And I've, you know, I've always wanted to dive into the mind of a racist to try to understand why do you have this point of view when you know, America is supposed to be this way? Why are you thinking the opposite as far as what America advertises? And it's a very convoluted concept. To be honest, because a lot of people have were taught false. A lot of people were taught lies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Black people didn't volunteer to come here. Latins did not volunteer to come here. Are no you sure? one.
0: I heard that cruise was nice though. Like I, that, <laughs> that's that's what I heard at least. That's what people <laughs> like to joke about. They're like, "Yeah, we brought you here. No, you, 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 you forced us here. Like we need." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we... Not, nowadays,
1: it. it's called kidnapping. Or the, trafficking. Diction, the
0: diction is very important
1: <laughs> in the story now. <laughs> <laughs> like we no one no one physically no one said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go to this other country and I'm gonna pick cotton all day. No one, no one agreed to that. We were just snatched. And now we're here, and now you get now you're telling us to go back. And it's like, no, because the person that should have gone back died years and years and years and years ago. So this is my home. I was born here just like you. <laughs> this is my home as much as it is your home. Because I'm pretty sure deep down in your bloodline, you had somebody that died on this land and I had about multiple people who died on this land. So now that our blood fertilizes the soil that grows the vegetables and the fruits that we eat, let's just have dinner. You know, there's there's an old saying that that my mom used to say is, you know, be a leader, not a follower. And then my grandfather, he said, you know, that's, that's a saying that that is a broken phrase. And when I asked him, what does a broken phrase mean? He's like, it's a saying that never got finished. The full thing is be a leader, not a follower, but know when to follow as a leader.
0: I think, I think would, and just to say real quick, I think what you said was really beautiful about and I've never heard anybody kind of put it like that. When you said um, that, you know, my blood, my blood was, if you know, got sopped up into the soil, fertilized the ground, helped the vegetables grow. And you had people that died here, and I had people that died here. But now we're here. Now let's have dinner. Like I think of how, I don't think you know how, like, how much weight there was in that. Just because, simply, like we have to come together at some point like we like as much as that we don't and this may come create tension for some people but we need everybody you feel me like we do need everybody i'm not trying to like and this is and the reason i say that is because you know there's this people have this tension when people are like if i say like oh we need this person and this happens to be a white man and then they're like bro i don't need another white savior you feel me But I'm saying, like, we do need each other. You feel me? There's not... There has to be a reason God has put his children down here of all different shades.
1: Yeah. Of course. And the only way we will understand and know that purpose, at least as far as I would like to believe, is through just learning one another.
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: we even though we can learn about another, another man's culture, we can learn about Israeli culture, we can learn about Japanese culture and everything like that. We don't know the full basis of it because there's still a barrier, there's still a wall that either we're too scared to break through mm-hmm. or something is stopping us from breaking through and understanding that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, for example, I don't, I don't know Robert, but I'm gonna use him for example. He would never understand my perspective of life until he decides to walk in my shoes and vice versa. It's just a common fact. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to understand it. It's like, not just the people who have issues with like the, like the racist, like I, I want to understand the racist as far as I really, de- really want to understand why one, your concept of life is so convoluted why do you believe this so strongly and to why you're not open to another perspective mm. you know like god for example or not god but jesus he walked with you know the, the the sinners if you will he didn't he didn't he didn't relax with the people who had the high credit scores he didn't I relax. They had
0: credit scores back in the day. Now that I think about it,
1: <laughs> you know, like he he didn't he didn't chill with like the, the Oprahs and and you know the mm-hmm. the the Ellen DeGeneres of that time. He chilled with the murderers, the 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 prostitutes, the people like you and I who you know on the totem pole of Earth, you know we're we're at the bottom, and he chilled with us. So he exchanged the perspectives, He you know, as, as the rich people were just not that rich, but I say like rich in faith, even though just depending on how you look at it, it may be exaggerated. Those who are rich in faith were just like, how can, you, how can you chill with those people knowing what they are? And he's like, because they're better. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're just better. These people have more to live for. They, 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 they have more. And again, this is this is not necessarily in the Bible. I'm paraphrasing a lot.
0: I yeah, uh,
1: but continue. <laughs> continue. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing a lot, <laughs> but this is just to kind of. Kind of cut to the point. So
0: I'll, I'm over here, like, like I'm. You'll see it under my desk. I'm like, uh, I'm like, my hands are touched each other. I'm like, oh boy.
1: But continue. I'm, yeah, gonna, no. I'm gonna let you. If you can clean it up, I'll let you clean it up. Go ahead. I, I know, I know it's dirty. I'm I sprayed a lot of Windex. I'm gonna wipe it down now.
0: Gotcha. But okay.
1: you know, he he showed the people who were higher on the soda phone, like, okay, in your eyes, they look like this. They look like they're dirt. But when you polish them off, when you actually look at them, when you look at their perspective of life and you talk to them and you show them, hey, this is what my father is all about. This is what the real message is. And you communicate with these people because God never went to war or Jesus never went to war with nobody. He never went to war. He never picked up a spear, never shot up a gun, bow, arrow, none of that. Everything was done through communication and a lot of analogies. But nonetheless, there were people who at the end of the day, they understood and they were just like, you know what? He was right. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing he did. I'm going to expand my point of view. I'm going to expand my, my thought process. And I'm going to talk to other people who are outside of my comfort zone.
0: Mm.
1: I'm going to follow his footsteps. And then there were people again who were just like, yeah, this is a crackable. And those people are the ones where I want to talk to them, and I want, I want to actually kind of conversate with them and just understand, why do, you, why do you believe it's a crock of bull? Why can't you and I agree that this is our land? Because the people who founded it, their bloodlines is, is doing something else. Your bloodline did not, find, did not founded this land. My bloodline did not founded this land. Our bloodlines however flood and soil this land Mm -hmm. so this is our it's not just yours it's not just mine it's not just your government it's not just my government it's not just your problem it's not just my problem it's our problem
0: um and kind of touch base on that um there was something i i i like I said, even though I'm a Christian, I'm not perfect. I, you know, I got to go back to the textbook every once in a while and find out how to do my open array and multiplication and arithmetic and whatnot. Um, (laughs) but there was something that I saw, I got to find it. And there was a picture that was attached to it. Um, it said, basically if like, it was something, I'm going to paraphrase real quick. Um, but it said something along the lines of if my brother is hurting, I'm hurting too. You feel me? Um, that to me, like, and, you know, we all have, and this is why I say, and when I say that is because, like I said, my main, 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 main concern and frustration is just make sure that we're doing, the the Christians are doing this Christian thing right. Because, you know, you know, off of just of our book and our moral, co- what our book says that we're supposed to be the authority of the land, but if we're at war with each other, we can't fix this. Like, there's, we, like, can you, like, it's like, and I keep, you know, I'm not married, but I'm going to use this reference again. But, like, that's like if you and your wife were at war and your kids see it, why on earth are they going to listen to you? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm overstepping, you know, please tell me if I am. But, like, I think, like, I think of, like, and because if we're supposed to be the authority figure, yo, we can't even agree on what Jesus, what color Jesus was. You know what I mean? The fact that we even have an arguing about that is stupid. Um, we can't even agree when the Bible says, if you have not sinned, cast the first stone. You feel me? We argue about stuff like that. And like the, like I said, I keep saying, like, I have a real tension when it comes to that. I can't really get mad at the sinners for sinning, though. Um, because I got to remember that a lot of these things, just like racism, just like white supremacy, just like America in general, this is a culture, but everybody grew up with a different culture. And some people, unfortunately, until they realize it, some people are being racist and don't know they're being racist because to them, it's not racism, it's culture. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't know how many Confederate flag conversations I've had with people, but I know they have a heart of gold. You feel me? I know their heart's in the right place, but they don't know that the Confederate flag was the Nike symbol against us. You feel me? Nike's
1: going to endorse this episode.
0: <laughs> I, I hope they do. Please cut the check. I keep saying that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to look for no check, but I, it's just, that's just the one thing I think of. When you think of Jordan, you think of Jordans. When you think of Nike, you think of Nikes. When you think of Adidas, you think of Adidas shoes. We think of Christianity, it's supposed to look like Christ. And I hate to say it, you know, if you break a law you don't know about, okay. But if you know you're breaking the law, that's sin. And that's why I keep saying this is a sin issue. And if we're not doing it right, don't do it. Nike might give me a check for this episode. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, I just think that's super, super important to keep touching base on. You know what I mean?
1: Of course, of course. Um, sorry, I'm multitasking at the moment. My, my apologies.
0: You are a father too, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting on you for that.
1: But no. Um, sorry, but yeah, I do 100% agree. Like, like as you, like you said, Nike is Nike, Adidas is Adidas. Christ is supposed to look like. First of all, my personal opinion, I could care less what Christ looks like. I could care less because at the end of the day, that's not the message. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, so whether it's a, a, a picture of a white guy, a picture of a black guy, a picture of a goat, I don't care.
0: You're probably like, and then this is not a down or a slap to anybody else. You're probably like the only person of color I've ever heard say, I don't care what Christ looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like I said, there's this such, this, this deep rooted hatred and resentment towards like, towards the church and towards white supremacy and their anger is, is at God and, and Christ. But, you know, this is a dispute that the church is even having. And then it's affecting like different people because like, once again, y'all can't agree on this, but then there's people like you, they're like, bro, I just want to, I just want to experience Christ. I could care less if he needs sunscreen or not. You feel me? Like, but i appreciate you saying that though because like i feel like even i i gotta catch myself for getting in that too because i'm like is it really that important or is the words that he spoke important are the actions that he
1: did important you know what i mean exactly i mean i, have, I don't know if uh you're familiar with the comedian eddie griffin um yes <laughs> he, he, he said it the best in one of his uh one of his stand-ups you know he said you know uh, all these people wrote their books and they put it in the dot in the bible and you know they said you know they had a message and he had a message and so on and so forth and he's like but at the end of the day does it did you under did you get the message mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty much where, where i'm at with it is like i don't i don't care what this being looks like because at the end of the day this is my maker and this is his or her or their platform so what they look like is above my pay grade and i could care less i just want mm, say to- that
0: again <laughs> say that again. No, no, for real. Like, say that again.
1: What they look like, I could care less. That the pay
0: grade the- thing was real. Like, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed yeah. to be the deciding factor or even like be an advocate for that. Say that again. That's that's real, yeah. man. Like, for real.
1: What what he looks like and and his thing that's that's above my pay grade. It it is. I'm, I'm here to just experience what I'm supposed to experience. That that is that is it. And. To, to worry about the details and worry about the semantics and the broader picture of everything, that you're wasting time. And that's the thing, like we as humans, we only have so much time on this earth. We have up to so much time to, to get things right and to put things in a perspective for the next, the next generation to come on in. Mm-hmm. And when you waste time on worrying about, well, Jesus had dreads, Jesus had a mohawk, Jesus had blue hair, Okay, but why do why do we care? Why why do I need to tell my, my child that you know Jesus was a super saiyan? Why do I need to tell my child this? What I, I need the message. Give me the message. Do I care whether the book is hardcover, soft cover, no cover? No. I want the pages, I want to be able to read them, I want to be able to translate them and the manner that it should be translated so that there is little to no convolution and that the point is clear. That is it. When you're sending a text message, notice how, like when you go on your phone and you send a text message, your phone doesn't ask you, well, do you want to put it in an italic font? Do you want it in bold font? Do you want it in blue color? Do you want it, you know, add in sparkles? No, you just type the message, you hit send. That's exactly how we need to be when it comes to Christ. And when it comes to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Here's the message, send, flat out. Everything else is irrelevant.
0: It's really just, and I mean, I'm getting convicted even just, like, talking to you now, because, like I said, I've never heard a person of color, like, say that to me. And I barely hear people not of color say, does it really matter? You know what I mean? Like, that's just a really, it's just a battle from uh, from flesh to flesh. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. A, that's a, I mean, that's a small issue, but it shouldn't be an issue when I say that. I mean, if Christ was black, he was black. I don't, I mean, I just know what the book says but if we're going to spend more time arguing about what he looked like or what he wore and not what he did, like, come on, man. Like, is that really that important? Like my, like I got, like, I'm not, I'm not, I have one, but like, like, like say if like, yo, uh, well, what does he look like? Uh, I don't know if I want him in here. It's like, bro, my grandmother's having suicidal thoughts. Like, she needs Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Not saying this is, applies to her, but it's right. like, it's, it, it, it can be that, it could be life or death like that for somebody else when we get in the way of doing what needs to be done. Because we get caught up in the semantics,
1: like you just said. Right. Now, if this is going to be, this, for example, you're hungry, and I come to you, and I give you fried chicken that's well done, No salmonella. (laughs) (laughs) I give you fried chicken, a biscuit, and some fries. Mind you, you're hungry. Let's just say you haven't eaten in like 10 days. I give you this whole meal and a Coke to go with it. Are you really gonna sit there and ask me, well, is it KFC or is it Popeyes?
0: I might, but I get exactly what you're saying, no. (laughs) Out of desperation and hunger, no, I'm not.
1: And that's it. We are desperate and we are hungry we are hungry for for christ and all the love and and all the blessings and everything that that is supposed to come with it but we're being picky for that that for stuff that we should not be picky with beggars can't be choosers you can't you can't be sitting there and tell me you want filet mignon and not only do you not have filet mignon money but you're hungry you haven't eaten in days and you're gonna sit there and just be like, "Well, I want filet mignon." You're gonna die for some filet mignon. That that is what you're gonna die on. That is your cross. Mm.
0: Um, and you know, gotta use. I think, and if if you got it from here, um, this show I'm talking about that reminds me of this episode of Atlanta when Earl Earl um Donald um Donald Glover's character he was like. Yeah, I gave a homeless man a cheeseburger one time and he threw it at me because there was onions on it. But like you, 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 but the symbolism in that is so broad because it's like dag. Like, do we do that? Like, do we really, really do that? Like, do we put our needs under a hierarchy and it has to hit hit this, this, and this? Whether people are like, I need a husband that makes this much, looks like this, this is that a third. Do you want a husband or do you want like or do you want a Tamagotchi? You feel me? Like you need you like which one do you really, really need and what do you want? You feel me? Like, and just like to go back to the hunger thing, like we get caught up in that as church people, as Christians, and we get caught up as that as people. Cause like I've heard of stories from like I've heard of stories where, like, like, I've had, like, friends tell me she was going to, like, administer, like, medicine to this, like, this elderly white man when he was, like, he came to the hospital and he was sick. And he actually turned her away because she was black. He was like, I only want a white nurse to give me medicine. And I'm like, yo, you're literally willing to die to not get the health the help that you need because of who it came from, like for real, like that, that, that to me is like, that's where I'm like, bro, like you, you just said the pickiness in it all and being agenda-based, that's really not of God. Like, and you know, I can't really get mad at the sinners for doing it, but for when the Christians do it, it's just like, yo, for real, like for real, for real, like, I don't know, man. Like like the only solution I have, man, is I keep telling people, man, we gotta we gotta we gotta reposture ourselves in the way that Christ intended our hearts to be postured or nothing's gonna change. Like if we get if we get too picky and we complain about which denomination is better, when I say denomination, like is it Methodist or Catholic or Pentecostal or Baptist, which is better? It's like bro, are we talking about Jesus or not? Are we going to act like Jesus or not? You feel me? Yeah. Like that time, like that ain't important, bro. Like I think of like, I mean, this, I think of like doctors, you know, doctors have an oath to take even when they're not on duty and they see somebody that like needs help and needs medical attention. They have to stop what they're doing. If they see it, like they have to assist, you know what I mean? Yep. Like he ain't going to be in uniform. He ain't going to have his name tag on, you know what I mean? but he knows what he subscribed himself to and he knows what he sold his he sold he sold himself to pretty much he knows what he subscribed to and sold himself to and he 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 has he has to by the oath he took abide by that to the fullest extent or he ain't going to be doing it and that's kind of how i feel about one the police one about christians And then, like, and this is where my tension comes with America is like, America claims to be this one nation under God, but we won't even put our egos, our agendas, our pickiness, our petty beefs, our prejudices. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Prejudices. It is today. Yes, it is. We can't let, we can't die to those. Like, we refuse to die to those. And that's a problem. Like, that's really, really a problem. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I don't really even so much have an. I mean, I have an answer to this stuff going on, but it's like, what more? Like, what, like, what are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? It's like we could either talk about it or be about it, pretty much at this point. And that's kind of why, like, I am lending my voice and having these conversations with people and letting people be exposed to conversations like this, and going to a protest tomorrow for, and still going to you know, push the kingdom of God and extend love and shine a line where darkness is at, because this is important. And we can't like, just like how we were saying, like Jesus stepped outside of the church walls. I got to step away from the keyboard and get this work done too. 100%. 100%. Uh,
1: Where did Robert go?
0: He's probably tucking the kids in. I don't know, but his mic was on for a second and then it was off. Oh, you are here. <laughs> He's just super quiet. He said, uh, where'd Robert go? Um, okay.
2: all right, so we look for solutions.
0: I can't hear you. Could you speak up, please?
2: Oh, you really can't hear me?
0: You were like really, really low. That's all. Yeah. Is that better? Yes, it's a little better. Come to the come to the phone, my son. Come to the phone, please. Well, I,
2: have, I have you. I have my earbuds in.
0: Oh, clean your ears. Or they are clean. Or your beard. You got a beard now, so I mean, I don't know. Continue.
2: <laughs> so here's my question, and I've been kind of battling within myself the past week or so. Was like, what steps? What are the same kind of things that I can do? To, I mean, obviously, love people like Jesus and things like that. But like, as a white person that loves black people, my grandfather's black, you know. So you know what I mean. Like, how how can I help? How can I? Help bring solutions to these problems. I know, like, maybe not myself can make everything better, but I like what, like, you guys as black men, like, and then, like, I like, I, you see, like, Facebook posts all the time, and it's like, I'm like, I wanna post something, but at the same time, that seems like a white thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, when there's so much craziness going on, it's like, it—I don't know—it just seems like it's counterproductive, counterintuitive, or whatever, whatever the word is for it. For me, it's like I kind of just want to sit back and listen and hear. How can I help? You know, you know what I mean, like. What is the solution? I mean, obviously, like, we have, like, I look at it, like, there's so many people, like, we look at our sports teams today, like basketball, football, like, they're predominantly African American, you know, many different cultures and stuff like that. But, like, you have so many people that are willing to celebrate somebody on a sports team. But why is it so hard for us to come together outside of that arena mm. to bring
1: a united front?
0: Um, AJ, you want to go first?
1: Start seasoning your chicken. Nah, I'm joking. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, I had some good chicken tonight. I seasoned it up with some lemon pepper. Oh, it was
0: so good. <laughs> oh my God, we were on a roll. <laughs> I'm not editing that out either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is that is a question that I wish was asked a lot more because that opens up definitely a lot more conversations. And I think one of the things that not just like a white family can do, but even black families that we have to destroy the stereotype that we should fear or be on the lookout when we approach one another. Like, I should be able to approach you the same way I approach any other black person. And I should have a level of comfort, an immediate level of comfort. Mm. And so we gotta still that, because for us, we've already reached our age where we only have a little bit left to fight in it, but we still have, we all have kids in the world. And somewhere of ours, we have some sort of kid in our lives and we have to teach these kids. You're gonna encounter somebody that looks a lot different than you. Unless they give you a reason to put up a, a, a shield. Approach them with open arms. Now, of course, no, I'm not saying just go out there and start randomly hugging people because that's just weird, but <laughs> <laughs> but approach them with open arms. We should never you and I should be able to meet in a room. And even our kids should be able to meet in a room and there's no tension. There's no I'm, I'm assuming because of how he or she is dressed that they're this stereotype. That should all be eliminated. And that starts with us teaching the kids. And black people have to do it. I agree. Black people have to do it, white people have to do it. We have to teach the kids, you know. When you're in a classroom, classes are are desegregated. It's been for years. There's a big bunch of, of, of mixed bunch in the classroom. The same way how you can learn in a classroom with a mixed bunch, it's the same way how you can operate outside of society in a mixed bunch. It's the same concept that the concept of a classroom applies to when you are an adult for the most part the other thing i would like to say that you know that i think would help is that experience different cultures even black people have to do it too black people we we, we need to go to a white cookout white people just knock on your neighbor or find a black person and ask if you can come to the cookout i'm kidding i mean Get invited first. Wait don't just together, <laughs> get... Oh, <laughs> get invited first. Just don't oh walk to somebody's God. cookout. But
0: <laughs> I'm kind of regretting my decisions now, but okay, continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but experience different cultures because that's the only way you're going to learn. That is the only way. Like, I have, for example, I have uh, Chinese cousins, pure 100% Chinese cousins in my family. Never knew until. I got older and like my mom told me about them. And their culture and how they perceive things, because they're also from the Caribbean, and how I see things, because I grew up here in the States, we see things from two total different perspectives. But when I visit them and I see them, and you know, they, they're cooking dishes for me that I've never had before or that I've never had the chance to learn how to cook before. Huh? um you know it's it's an experience and with those experiences you you learn and when you learn you can then teach you know so yeah i think i
2: got really lucky growing up uh being surrounded by different culture especially like african-american culture um because my grandmother now, he's not my grand, like my grandfather by blood. Uh, she had remarried. He's my grandfather by marriage, but he's still my grandfather. I don't care what anybody says. Um, but growing up as a kid, I always was over there, and I grew up around, like, a lot of black people, like, all the time. Like, my best friend, Marcus, he was black, and it's like, I was so lucky to grow up that way with... And I, and I think you're so right on point with that. With it, a lot of it is fear-based. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people, because you don't understand, you fear something. And I think that's that, that's, a, that's a big problem, you know, and how, like you said, we have to teach our kids, and it's like, with teaching, like, so I'll use an example, like, the, you know, the riots and everything that's happening right now. It's like, how do I like? What is the right way to talk to? Because, like, I have three kids. I have a two-year-old, I have a ten-year-old, and a seven-year-old. And the, the two older ones are girls. The youngest one's a on boy. And it's like, how can I talk to them in the in the right way? How can I explain these things? And you know what I mean? Like, give them better understanding when I don't all the time, completely understand everything. Um, yeah, and That's why I'm just like, I want to, I want to, like, I even like thought about today was like my grandfather, he's experienced police brutality when I was probably around eight years old. I remember him coming home from the, I guess the, it was the police station or whatever, but I remember him telling us the story about how he was in a van driving his van and he got pulled over in Aberdeen, and I guess somebody said that he fit the description of whatever, and they ended up bringing him out the car and, like, you know, hitting on him and everything like that, and it's like, that's the kind of, like, it just doesn't make sense why those things happen, and and I do know, like, it's like you say, Jordan, it's a sin issue, but at the same time, it's like, man, it's, it, it just... As somebody that's grown up around the culture, it's like I don't have a full understanding of it, you know what I mean? Because I haven't walked in your guys' shoes. And I don't I haven't experienced the things you guys experience. But um, it's just one of them things where it's like I like I want to get better at listening, I want to get better at learning and and being able to help. That's the biggest thing for me. What what are the steps that you can take in life? Like, obviously, me and Jordan, we both go to the same church, and our church is pretty diverse. Um, well, I mean, we have Hispanic, we have black, uh, pretty much everyone. And it's like, I'm around that, like the different cultures, but me being who I am, it's like, how can I support how can it, like, obviously you can, like, you know, I can show up to protests and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know, it's just one of the, it's like a, it's a question I've been really dealing with the past week. It's like, what can I do to help? What Um, can I do, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. especially because I've grown up around the culture and I know, maybe if, maybe I guess it is just like what you said, you know, just teaching your kids and then as we help teach our kids and the generations that come after us will change.
0: For me, um, and this is why like, and this isn't like an, now there's a, I I wanna make a point in saying, you know, for you and everybody else that is going to be watching this that is of, that is white, you know white privilege recognizing and accepting that you have white privilege does not mean that like it doesn't mean white guilt you know what i mean like cuz i have people that come to me and i have people that come to me And they're like hey, i'm so sorry for slavery i'm like you didn't do that your ancestors did you know what i mean i have to, i have to i have to i have to make sure to like to cleanse my own heart to let them know that wasn't on you you know what I mean? But at the same time, I want to hold, when I say like I hold my white brothers and sisters accountable, if there's actions that you are doing that are, and AJ, you might agree with this terminology, but if this, if what you're doing is like, this might even be some colorful language, but like if what you exhibit as far as behavior is like, the bastard son of like slavery then that is part of the problem you know what i mean that's when like i would check somebody with their privilege because i'm like what do you mean by that um so it's kind of like so like okay so like and i had a conversation with my dad you know my dad um robert for people that don't know my dad like my adopted dad he's he's a white dude so we were having this conversation not only about racism but I said, like, there's another conversation that we need to have, which is colorism. And there are certain things that, like, even people in AJ's, pro, AJ probably experiences too, that white people do that, that black people do, that expands and it, it like, it like, want to describe it. It participates in white supremacy. When I talk about, like, colorism, like, black people say stuff like this to each other, oh, you got that good hair, because, like, for instance, with my hair, my hair is a lot slicker than, like, everybody else's, but then somebody like AJ has, like, coarse hair, like, Eurocentric beauty standards that have been given to us, and, and we've had our brains, like, conditioned to believe that your hair is not good unless it feels and looks like this. Like, I myself, I have, I have I had to admit it. Like, I participated in that as well. Like, I've even, you even participate in when you accept compliments like that. Like, I've had people tell me, like, I talk like a white dude. You know what I mean? Like, and when I hear from black people, I'm like, do not belittle yourself. When I hear from white people, I'm like, don't flatter yourself. You feel me? Like, that's just because it's like, it's like, don't tell me that I'm going to be filling in like don't put me in a box it keeps going back to don't put me in a box don't tell me that I am somehow acceptable or a credit to my race because I fit your molding and your eurocentric thinking of to what success good or beauty is and that's just like that's just my own examples as far as like I have to check myself as a black man to do not do is not like not like keep doing white supremacy work by even like little things by saying I have good hair and not say that my brother has good hair too and his hair is coarser than mine or my brother over here has got good hair too because I don't know I you know I only know like like he's, he's wavier than mine or whatever you know what I mean like it's just that we participate in a lot of ways like you know the culture participates in it too but when I say like I check people when they like push that agenda like there's like little things where sometimes that we have to we have nah it's not on our responsibility but I feel like if I if they're your friend you or you you call them a brother you're supposed to check them and let them know like hey this is kind of a problem like this way of thinking I get you grew up with it like this is a problem like like just like little stuff like that but i'm only using like i'm only using my own example aj might have some he can pitch in but like like i said the big thing for me is like I, colorism is just as bad as white supremacy because it's submitting to something that one is not right in general i don't care if you're if you're dark brown or white white like you know there's beauty in everything you feel me and when we say that you are beautiful over here these people are beautiful and then we associate it with words like good and perfect, but then we discredit and like throw dirt on like these other areas. We participate in white supremacy and that happens. Um, AJ, if you got anything, please, please, please um, pitch in.
1: I mean, you, you definitely hit on like some of the core two there's like, you know, the good hair comp, uh, compliment, the, uh, the oh, you, you, you talk like a white person uh, compliment. And then there's like uh, the hate, the hatred ones. That's you know, it it it's it's underlining when uh, it's mostly comes from black women. Is when like a, a black man would date like a, a white woman, you would, you would hear, "Oh, you're messing with them white girls" or something like that. And that it's like you can't you can't say that you're under oppression of racism and then turn around and express racism. Like it it. Two wrongs don't make a right at that point. But um, as far as kind of going back to, to what, like, Robert's question and everything, exploring the culture and everything is, is one is one standpoint. Like, you, you want to know, you want to express to your kids and just learn for yourself, like, the the, the Black culture, um, just kind of sticking to that. But then you also want to learn the history. So I mean, there's there's YouTube videos, there's the History Channel, there's plenty of documents and documentaries where you know you can look up other Black pioneers besides Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and you know Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman. There's a lot more. for, You know, Pepsi uh, was actually a good a good pioneer for Black people, and not a lot of people sleep on Pepsi. Um, so you know a little bit little on that is just Pepsi had an ad um, where it had predominantly a Black family on it. And a lot of people were upset and pissed off about it. And uh, the Ku Klux Klan, for the most part, like was boycotting it and pretty much trying to tarnish Pepsi's name. And and the head of Pepsi at the time, I forget his name, I think it was like Bradford or something like that. uh, His board of members that he had with him as they were, you know, showing that ad and everything, were predominantly black, and they used that hate that the Ku Klux Klan gave them, and turned that into a weapon. As far as saying, "Hey, this is what we're about," you know, we're about the unity, we're about the change, we're about all of this. But Coca-Cola has not said a word yet, has not done anything yet, and they're supposed to be our competition. This is what America is supposed to be, and this is the image that we're that we're creating. But yet, where's where is the unity? You know, so there's when you dive into another, another culture's history, you learn a lot, and then when you learn that, you can teach that. You know, like so. That's one thing I would say that we can definitely do. Hey, your blood's red. My blood's red. At least I hope your blood is red. Otherwise, you probably should see a doctor. Um, (laughs) but you know it bleeds just the same you know so at at the end of the day like i was saying before as much as this is your land is as much as it's my land we both suffered losses somewhere down the line on this land we both suffered losses our our ancestors one way or the other fought for us to either stay here or to be here or to have freedoms here whatever the case may be but our blood flourishes the soil that grows the crops that we you know, use and eat. So instead of just bickering on with one another, we just need to just have a meal and make sure the chicken is well cooked. Because again, it's not sushi.
0: We're not doing no medium rare chicken Christianity. I'm gonna keep saying that because I'm not with it. I'm not with no half-hearted Christianity. I know I'm going I like, yo, like I keep saying because it it's so, so important. Like, it's just like if you how do you half love somebody? You feel me? Like, it just don't make no sense. Um, guys, just wanted to um say something real quick. Um, my um I have another panelist. Uh this is my this is my cousin. Uh we don't look anything alike. I adopted her as my cousin. Um, this is um my cousin Lori Atkins from I keep getting mixed up. North Carolina or is it South Carolina? It's
3: North Carolina, cuz.
0: Okay, my bad. So it's a five hour drive that I'm not gonna make, opposed to the 10 hour I wasn't gonna make. But, um, uh-huh. um, we'll
3: talk about that later.
0: But, um, I wanted, I just gotta, you know, I gotta, um, full disclosure, Lori, um, you already know what the conversation is about. Um, yes. full disclosure, you know, you have to be responsible for every word that you say in here. This is going to be posted at some point, um, whether positive or negative. You can listen in on the conversation, but if you're not okay with being recorded, I'm probably just going to keep you muted um, just because I don't want you to like, I don't want you to like, like have words being said, you're not going to take responsibility for it. And then you're going to come at me to like take, edit it out and everything like that. So I just want to disclose that to you and give you that full liberty to, you know, accept or deny or whatnot, but we're good. (laughs) <laughs> All right, cool. All right. I just want to make sure cuz you know, I am I'm, I'm with the swiftness. I was re- I was like act- this is actually going a lot better than I thought cuz I was thinking I'm about to get in here, somebody was about to start this up and people's going to be popping off, cussing each other. Out. I was like, "Oh, delete. Uh, okay, you got to go. We got to snap my fingers. Half these people is gone. I'm not dealing with that." Um, okay. So that's good. Um, the conversation is I think basically it's going
2: the way it's going because you can really feel the heart behind people.
0: Absolutely, but I just. You and I know.
2: think it's re- like I really feel like it's Holy Spirit led.
0: Mm-hmm. And like I said, I got I, like I said I got nervous because I'm like, okay, I'm in the facilitator seat, and then I gotta be like, I want people to hear this person's heart. But he called him. He called him a not so nice word that I can't repeat to my nephew, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta mute you or get you out of here, like so. But this is going really well. Um, this like I said, this is my cousin Lori. Uh, I got adopted into the family about. When I think I was around the time I started going to Riverside, Rob, but like I think I was like 21 when I got adopted into the family. Um, I've talked to her numerous times just about life in general, but like everything as far as like the climate of like what's going on in the world right now. Um, she said she wanted to participate in this conversation because it's a conversation that needs to be had. Um and frankly, I'm just I'm tired, just just and I'm pretty sure she's tired and everybody else is on here is just tired of just typing words, texting words got to say these things out loud cuz you need to hear the heart behind these people and you need to put boots to the ground so i'm happy that she's taking a part in this conversation um all right um the question that the question that we're having the question the main main question is has the church failed the black community that's something that we keep focusing on and then we're thinking we're also coming together as christians and men and people in general how can we reconcile that with ourselves as christians and how can, how can we take our authoritative like, place in this world if we haven't fixed the problem at home first? And that is the church. You know what I mean? Um, Robert just asked a question. Um, I don't know. I mean, you might actually have some insight because, I mean, like you probably have had conversations with people that Robert hasn't had. So Robert asked a question, you know, with everything going on, he asked, uh, how can he, with his privilege, help to make things better during this time period. You know what I mean? Um I don't know. I mean, AJ, if you're cool with it, um, if um Lori could possibly give a response if she might have some insight or whatnot. Hey, go for it. All right, Lori, I mean you have the floor, man.
3: Okay, well um wait, what was the question again? Say it again.
0: Oh my goodness girl. I'm sorry. I was
3: listening, I promise
0: <laughs> You have one shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but the question <laughs> is, the overall question of the conversation is, um, has the church failed the black community? And, you know, the question that Robert himself is asking as an individual and as a white man with privilege, what can he do to make, like, the racial tension and justice? Because th- I also want to touch base on this is not a race issue. This is a sin issue. This is a humanity issue. So what do we what can he do in his in his privilege as a white man, but also as a Christian, we have to remember his moral compass. What can he do with that privilege to create resolve and help towards this war we're in right now with each other?
3: Uh well, you know I don't know. A picture I saw on the internet the other day kind of put it in perspective for me. And it was about how all white people or not all white people, but some white people are saying, you know, all lives matter anytime somebody says black lives matter. And and the, the comic was a bunch of houses on fire and it was one person with a hose and they were spraying the house that wasn't on fire. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. All lives do matter, but that one house is the only house that needed the water at the time. So we weren't putting what we needed where we needed it. Hmm. Um, There was another one, too. Um, it to was really deep like.
2: and really good.
3: It was a good visual for me, and it kind of put it in perspective for me, because Black lives do matter, but like I posted on my own personal page not too long ago, until Black lives matter, then that statement's not true. All lives don't matter if Black lives don't matter. I mean, they're people, and I'm not going to say like other Christians, uh, I don't see color. I see color. I still see this of my family though. A, and I, yeah, and I, I and I and like I this. see that especially like Jordan and a bunch of other I got a bunch of family, my church family, and they're all black and I don't have a problem with that. But I don't see them as black. I mean I know that they're black and I see them as black and I know they go through things that I could never imagine. And I get that. Us as white people just need to kind of stand up or people in general stand up and let them know we're beside them, I'll never be able to experience the things that Jordan experiences as a black man. I just won't. I can listen, I can be empathetic, I can do what I can do on my part to, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, to educate other people, to bring awareness to the issue. But I can never truly know what he's going through. I can listen and I can empathize And I love him the same as I love anybody that's my real blood and he knows that. And anybody that knows me, my church family and anybody else knows that too. Does that help you any?
1: Robert? (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think that's
2: really good and I like that a lot. Um, Oh, I
3: I just remember what the other one was. The other one was talking (laughs) about how, (laughs) sorry, The other one was, was a picture of Jesus and the hundred sheep, but the 91 that was lost and the 99 that was lost was hanging over the cliff. There was a hundred sheep, but God cared about the, the, he left the 99 to get the one because the one was the one that needed him the most. I'm a visual person. I'm a visual learner. So once I see stuff like that, it just kind of sticks with me. That helped me out a lot.
2: Yeah, I think it comes you. No, I don't. <laughs> down. You okay. <laughs> what I, What I'm like really seeing, or kind of like hearing tonight is, it's a, and what I kind of heard what you said, Lori, is, and it was really good. It was, it was more so about standing with, yes, each mm-hmm. other. And just being here for others, you no, know, you know what I mean. Like, be empathetic. And and Jordan, what you said about earlier about like the whole guilt thing. And it's like I've experienced mm-hmm. that feeling before, of somebody else did something wrong, and they were the same skin color as me, and I felt guilty because of it
0: and the reason that now the reason if that I, I did it one second one second to also clean that up and add 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 some clarity to that the reason that i say that is and the reason i come to this because i didn't really have okay so as a christian guilt got no shame and guilt can get up out of here i ain't got no time for that like that's not that's not of god you know we get convicted in our in our spirit but to ask somebody to adopt guilt is like asking somebody to adopt cancer. You feel me? So that's why for me, accepting that accepting your white privilege does not mean accepting guilt. You cannot fix a problem. When I say, well, you can fix a problem that somebody else didn't start, but you don't have to take the charge and, and pay the sentence and pay the penance. Jesus already did that. You feel me? Right. I keep saying that Jesus lived the life that we should have lived and died, the death that we should have died. And... By saying that is there's only like there's only one person who is capable of taking on a charge for somebody else. You know what I mean? So I don't Mm -hmm. want any of my brothers, my, my white brothers and sisters to feel like they have to like like empty their like give me their money or something crazy like that because the systematic oppression enables me from having access to these things. I don't want them like I don't want them like, you know constantly saying sorry to me bro i'm not gonna lie to you if Lori, Lori, if you call me every day be like i'm so sorry for white people i'm so sorry for white people <laughs> every day i'm not gonna want to talk to you like because it's like yo that's not the point of us coming together you feel me that was not the mission that that god wanted for us to get accomplished so when i say stuff like accepting your white privilege does not mean white guilt it's because you did not you did not like you didn't drag my family members out of the house just because and then and cuss them out, tell them if you vote, we're gonna kill you. Like I've had family members that had to go through stuff like that. You didn't um you weren't that cop that pulled me over back in like October because I fit a description of somebody that was robbing people's houses and stuff like that. Like you didn't do that. I don't want anybody to do that. That's like me that's like me like and I say this, and I say this because it's that parallel, it's this, it's this parallel that I have. But like, that's like if, that's like if like somebody's family member says something often to me. And me and Lori are part of the same family. So we, don't get me started. But um, <laughs> say if like, say if like Lori's dad says something to offend me, why am I going to expect and think that an a apology from Lori is going to give me peace?